This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. My high school I My high school I Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod, the show where each week we invite a guest on to share the music that they loved in high school, and we listen to it, and we talk about it, and we think about it, and we just get down to it. What was good, what was bad, what was okay, um, all that good stuff. Uh, I don't want to wait for my high school iPod. Oh, I don't know. Right now, <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. Uh, I shot a, a concert uh, for work at uh, City Winery, mm-hmm. and they were advertising that Paula Cole was coming. Still doing her thing? Still doing her thing, I guess. Good yeah, for her. That's adult uh, music venues. Did she also do Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Yes, she did. I like that song. And then Jewel came more. out, and like Paula Cole disappeared. <laughs> Couldn't compete with Jewel. No. <laughs> Uh, I am your host, uh, Jay Howell. Uh, Paula Cole really reminds me of my friend John Holder's mom from when I was in elementary school. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know if that's I ever saw Paula Cole, but like in my head, when I hear her voice, <laughs> I picture my friend John's mom. Yeah? Yeah. What was her name? Oh, shit. It was Paula. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, no, my friend Michael's mom was named Paula, who did not remember. Uh, her name was Cindy. Uh, not yeah. as cool. No. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Hell. She dated, uh, she, she was <laughs> dating this guy, so it was like my friend's mom's boyfriend, right? Who had blonde hair, like, down to his ass and wore, like, leather vests and, like, was really into rock and roll and stuff. I think he showed us White Zombie. We were like, this is cool. You're the coolest. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Steve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm your host, Jay Hell. <laughs> uh,. Try to figure out how to start episodes of podcasts without being interrupted by my friend. Oh, I said I wasn't going to do that anymore on the last episode. You said... I haven't edited that episode yet, so I haven't heard me say it back to remind myself. Gotcha. You should leave it in. Uh, Yeah, this is is great. People love this. People people love me not knowing what I'm going to say and then you interrupting me. It's it's professional. This is (laughs) award-winning material. Uh... Joined as always by my friend, my co-host, my producer, uh, my Paula Cole uh, encyclopedia, uh, Muhammad Joma. I know those two songs. I couldn't name a third song by her. You could make one up and I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Red T-shirt club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great song. Uh, How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, I don't know what else to talk to you about. Uh, Did I tell you about Cumboy from God of War yet? God damn it. You did. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, we're, we're, we're done with that. Uh, our guest <laughs> is a good friend of mine I've known for many years. I'm very excited to have him on. Uh, he is a wonderful, hilarious individual. And I feel bad that we haven't had him on. Uh, it's taken 20, 23 episodes. 23 episodes but uh, it's our Michael Jordan episode. I am number 23, not 24. Ooh, I think he might be 24. Four. I could count Oof. real quick. So no, I'll just say was, I'm 23. I want to be Michael uh, Jordan. He's our, he's our Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, I think he's 23. Okay. He actually might be 22. No, he's 20. You're 23. No one's going to check. We'll say it's 23. He's 23. Matt Jarrett's 22. 
Perfect. He's 23? All right. Uh, he is the wonderful Mike Morgan. Hey, Mike. Hi, Jay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mohammed. Hey, buddy. Um, you... you uh, I, I asked if you wanted to do the show. You very enthusiastically said yes, and uh, here you are. Oh, I forgot to play music. Oh, His we can add off. some. We'll add some afterwards. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, how do you think it's going so far? <laughs> uh, it's really great. Um, I got to say, it's pretty much exactly how I imagined it. <laughs> yeah. That's Bugs Bunny, but like all jacked on your shirt. Oh, uh, we're talking about my shirt, yeah. which the listener can't see. Yeah, but is that but yeah, Oh, he's in the electric chair. He's in the electric. Oh, it's a, it's a mashup. You see, it's the Death Row uh, logo. Oh, right, right, right. But with the Bugs Bunny with, head. With Bugs Bunny. And the text reads, um, <laughs> Tropical Trash, your place in the chain. He didn't even look at his shirt. He just knew. He just knew it. I didn't even so have to impressive. read it. Um, hey, man, Looney Tunes crossover t-shirts. That's a... a uh, uh, classic. I'm a big fan of. <laughs> That's uh, like a tradition for years. It's, do you think this is the last the episode? <laughs> I just like, I just like, um, like bootleg stuff in general. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, just using copyrighted things. Like uh, Bart Simpson gets them. used a lot like that. Sure, yeah. Just like actively using copyrighted material mm -hmm. and not giving a damn and selling it is like a big part of my what's that t-shirt uh website <laughs> where people design but it's all like licensed shit it's all like zelda and but it's like user design do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah amazon.com yeah amazon. <laughs> <laughs> or etsy or ebay or anything but yeah yeah that's a thing that happens uh hey how about disney uh Jesus christ <laughs> disney uh espn Hulu bundle, twelve ninety nine. What about it? Wow! <laughs> news came out like yesterday. So, Mike, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> um, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, let's uh, fill the listener in a little bit. You and I met, you know, in in sort of college years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I I don't know much about what kind of guy you were in your high school years. What um, you know, what were you into? What what kind of kind of uh people were you hanging out with give us a little background well i was decidedly an art kid uh at shambly high school cool um i was a little bit um of a black sheep i know you've had some other shamblians on the show uh so what do you guys call yourselves shamblians shamblians shambodians i like nice. but uh but are you know i think the uh, as far as i know mason and gus are the only ones and they're both of the uh resident program mm -hmm. uh, they spoke about the magnet program and that's what uh, i was a part of so my i was i lived in dunwoody and grew up in dunwoody and had a lot of friends at dunwoody high school and so ah. i kind of would leave school every day to go hang out with my Dunwoody friends after school and on the weekends. And, you know, I'd occasionally hang out with other Shambly folk. Um, but my core friend group at, in high school was uh, the Dunwoody students. But then somehow in college that flipped. And to this day, I'm still friends with all my Shambly friends and mm -hmm. don't really hang out with people from Dunwoody anymore. I guess most of them moved away. So that has a lot to do with it. Very cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I... Um, yeah, I was into music and, like, punk very early on. I mean, I, spoiler alert, I'm just another white guy who's into punk in high school. Uh, but, hey, you know, that's, that's 
that's what? that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's, yeah, you know. You Did were you? in a band with uh, Gus and Mason, but was that after high school? That you yeah, guys that was well into college. Okay. Did you do? Did you play music in high school? No. Was later. I had a, a band when I was. I guess I was in high school, but like probably like it probably fizzled out when I was like fourteen. So, um, but yeah, I played with some kids in my neighborhood, and we played Blink One Eighty Two covers, and totally, um, not much else. What was your band name? That punk band. Ha. Also, my, the my, insecurities. My AIM username was Another Punk. Tight. Yeah, dude. You must have been at our show that we played, the one. (laughs) Your number one fan. Uh, So, Mike, uh, you, uh, we, 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 we sort of have a format on this show where you know we ask the guests to to have kind of a playlist of music that they listen to, and uh, when I asked you to be on the show, you were like, "Yeah, totally," and I was like, "All right, well, we have a playlist sort of thing that you can make," and you were like, "Uh, uh." We're going to do it this way. And you presented this idea, and I love this idea. Um, let's uh, tell, tell the people a little bit about, about what we're going to do. I'm very excited about this. I am too. Okay, so over the past um, month and a half or so, I've been kind of up to my um, eyeballs in moving, which it turns out is the greatest thing in the world to do, and it's just such a joy, and every part of it is fun. Um, least... Least not fun of which is um, finding old treasures in you know piles of junk that you have, and uh, one of the such treasures I found was an old CD booklet um, that contained um, a few CDs of mixed CDs uh, that I had from high school. See, I uh, I can't genuinely come on here onto the my high school iPod show and talk like I had an iPod in college, in high school because. I didn't get one until after high school. I think most of our guests, I me, think, me included, right? We're in that age group. Where yeah, Jay, you had one late. I think I got one. Yeah, like senior year. Yes, yeah. See, I think we're like right on the cusp. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, like they were around, but it's not like kids just had iPods or anything. Like, yeah. I didn't even know anybody. Really you had an iPod <laughs> if you were in the class of two thousand four. If you were like a mega Apple, yeah, fan, right. like you were like, and also there wasn't a lot of those it. yet in yeah. two thousand four. Like that, you were kind of an outsider if yeah. you were like, yeah. I mean, at least in my experience. But yeah, like you at this point, we were all downloading music, right? Mm-hmm. Which I was like thinking about recently, and I. I was always like a very like good kid and like didn't get into tried not to like get into trouble, never like stole anything from like stores. But as soon as it became a thing of like you can download music. Right. It's illegal, but you can do it. I was yeah. just like, Okay. And I feel like everybody was just like, Yeah, let's Every, do this. Right. Let's everybody all do this. It seemed very inconsequential. You can't download, or you wouldn't download a car. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I think that kind of had a lot to feed into it because everyone was like, "What a stupid <laughs> right. campaign yeah. that is!" Shut that up, they um, before. Yeah, no, I DVDs. was I was heavy into downloading and like would go on to like we had like our IRC channel where we would go in and share like movies and mm. programs and all that stuff. I actually got a couple of cease and desist letters from like Microsoft Whoa. and. Uh, I think Universal Studios to my parents' house, to which my okay, dad was like, cool. what is this all about? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, it must be a mistake. Like, delete, 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 delete. 
Uh, that's cool. So yeah, I, I was really into like, like hacker culture and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I always thought that the uh, that maybe one day I'd get a cease and desist letter, but I like download like twelve CDs a year. They don't <laughs> you know care if you mean? download it. It's all like if Sharing you're sh- if you're stuff. uploading yeah. it. That's what's yeah. the that's the big no no. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, I don't know if you know this, but SoulSeek is still a thing. You can still it's still Wait, what's pretty Soul active. Seek? It's like the sharing music sharing like thing a, that like was a Napster live yeah or yeah something. it's like a later iteration of it yeah i i remember when i went to school in tennessee uh soul seek was a big like if you were on somebody's network you, you could just you could get all, all their music and mm-hmm. they could get all yours and that's how i pretty much filled up my ipod was just like and it would just like a lot of it i never listened to but yeah. i just be like i probably need every out al- like right. every single album by kings of convenience or like uh, some random I band. think when that when those sites did start getting shut down too it's you know we just found new like it's like the floodgates open because then people were just burning cds for each other and taking hard drives over to each other's house and mm-hmm. uploading i mean we did we talked about it i think on the show once maybe it was off mic but just the thing of like sharing itunes like uh libraries where mm-hmm. you just bring your hard drive and plug it up and download mm-hmm. it to your you know your hard drive and then you'd have all this music that somebody else had and yeah 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 um so yeah that that was very much part of my experience and um and yeah so i uh me and my friends would burn cds all the time it was just like constantly burning like the the actual act of like making the playlist and then like burning it was like probably more rewarding to us than actually listening to it like so we would just have tons of these things yeah um my first car that i had was a 1994 ford explorer that had a 10 disc changer in it hell yeah yeah so it was like but it was like i remember was it, was it like, in the back it was and i remember yeah. it was also like pretty wonky so there was something <laughs> about it like if you changed the cds out you had to like go in and reset it which involved i don't know crawling oh under the hood and like <laughs> just doing something really that was really frustrating and annoying so you know we would make these make batches of cds and then just change them all out at mm-hmm. once so i have to like deal with that um and so yeah like well long story short you know i all of those cds have been vaporized and disappeared and sent to the moon or whatever happens to trash <laughs> and uh <laughs> And all of them, save for one, which I uh, brought in today. Yeah, and you don't know what's on. I have no clue what is on this CD. That's one of the beauties of mixed CDs, too, is you put them into your computer and it would just be all blank. And then you'd go in and type in the names if you wanted them on your iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, so this album is called Mike's, no, Mikey's Mix. That's right. M-Y-K-I apostrophe S. Now, in high school, I did spell my name with a Y, but not the Mikey thing was only for these mixes, <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, this is uh, Mikey's Mix 6. Yep. I did a, I did a, I had a little spell where I had spelled my name J-A-E, just oh, to nice. switch it up a little yeah. bit. Sometimes people try to spell Mo, like a shortened version of Muhammad, M-O-H. Mo. M-O-H? Yeah. <laughs> Mo. There was that jam band that was like M-O-E, right? M-O-E, yeah. period. Period. Which if I <laughs> were to... Important. Oh, yeah, I did have a period. Uh, if I were to spell out Mo, which I never do because I just don't really go by Mo, but if I ever did it, it, it was always just M-O because mm-hmm. I didn't add in an E and I surely wasn't keeping that H there. Yeah, Mo's cool because it's like in like... Remember in like uh, Global Guts? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, kick it over to Mo! 
Get like, keep that mo. keep that O short. <laughs> well, so, Mo Mo was yeah an, uh, an Australian lady referee <laughs> referee. Yeah, kinda. she knew all the rules. Yeah. She never called anybody like a penalty on anybody. <laughs> she like, flagged them and kicked them out of guts. Unless you <laughs> missed an actuator on the aggro. Yeah. There was always somebody that missed an actuator, <laughs> but then they would just like point at. Well, y'all yeah, remember a lot back. more you about one. this. You <laughs> Uh, so this album, I'm looking at the cover. It says, uh, or well, the front of the CD. It says, uh, handwritten. Handwritten. Not, I didn't ever mess with printing labels because that's yeah, that for squares. <laughs> <laughs> it says, my music is for me. I like it because it is for me. I don't care if you don't like it. Yeah. Boom. That's that's the philosophy of the Mikey's mix. <laughs> but who did you write that for? Just anyone that? I think I wrote it for me. <laughs> Uh, you don't care if you don't. It was a reminder. <laughs> um, so yeah, if if you guys here today, this I don't know how many years later because I don't know what year I made this in. Um, if you don't like it, then I don't care because <laughs> hey, this is for you. Because this is for me and also the listeners of this podcast, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do well, you I feel that way about this podcast? Because I'm like, I bet people. This I is should put that. In the yeah, make that the description. make that the description, <laughs> and then. And then, like, accredit it to Mikey. Like, yeah. uh, do you have any guesses of what might be on I here? Have, I literally have no idea. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know when this was made. Presumably, it was sometime after two thousand two. Um, and then, you know, it could be any. It could really be anything. I had very different tastes. Like going through i like i really like to like kind of explore music and and see at the time like you know try out different things um so yeah it could be rap it could be punk it could be like classic rock for all i know um oh, i'm excited i'm glad you didn't listen to it beforehand i'm glad we're both all going into this yeah blind. It's i like was i was tempted on the way to work this morning but yeah. <laughs> and uh did you like when you were putting a mix together, I, I assume if you were like me, it was like the sort of track order was important. Like you were, were you just like throwing stuff on there or were you meticulously like, this will be a good first track and then we're going to end it with this one. I think, then... I think it was probably a mixed bag uh, depending on the day. You know, yeah. if I was just like trying to just bust something out to go, if I had nine CDs already made and I needed a 10th. Uh, you know, I would just do something, but sure, I'm sure that I put a lot of thought into track lists yeah. as well. Jay, did you make a lot of mixed CDs? I did. Um, I I, would, I made no, almost none. I think I can't even think of any time I made one. But you, I burned CDs. I just always you just did whole albums. whole albums. Yeah, whole albums. I always associate. I always downloaded whole albums too. I'd always like go through and make sure I found each track. Yep. And like often you'd find one that was just like wrong, or it was like it had that warbly underwater uh-huh. sound, you know, from the compression or whatever. So that was always a pain in the ass. But yeah, I always associated mixed CDs, which now that I got, I'm older. Like I know there's a whole culture behind it, but in high school in 2000 to 2004, I always associated it with like girls spring break you know like, <laughs> yeah I mandy's get that. mix and then yeah. it's just like, mikey's mix yeah, mikey's <laughs> yeah. it's all just like usher and you know stuff like that yeah. but yeah i don't know why i just never i mean i watched high fidelity in high school you think i know about mixtapes yeah. you, know? you just weren't creative like, it, like yeah. i was <laughs> i was just like what's two Okay, what's song three? Okay, yeah, I'm let's get this whole Godsmack <laughs> CD. <on. laughs> yeah. I had a, I, I'm sure I did this a lot, but there was one specific instance I can remember. 
I had downloaded a, a Rufio album, and for whatever reason, the last track that whoever I like downloaded this from, they had put a Yellow Card song on. So I thought the last it was the whole oh, album, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there was this Yellow Card song at the end, and I was like, "That's kind of weird. This song doesn't sound like any of the other songs on the album. There's a violin." It's kind of weird, and I just always assumed like that was Rufio, mm. and it oh. wasn't until like a few years later that I was like, "I think this is Yellow Card." <laughs> yeah, there's also that thing of like mislabeled songs. I know we probably talked about that mm. before, but especially with classic rock, you'll go years saying, you know, Led Zeppelin's Bohemian Rhapsody or whatever, until somebody's like, "Yeah, that's not a Led Zeppelin song," and you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah, oh no." <laughs> I remember like that being a thing and there's some albums that I didn't know were missing tracks for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then like, I remember specifically this happening with the Lemonheads album. Um, I guess it's come on feel. Oh, and this one, another thing we did was trade music over, um, instant messenger. Cause I remember this happened specifically with Connor Quinn. We were, he, we were sending each other stuff, mm-hmm. albums, and uh, I didn't realize that they didn't have the song "The Outdoor Type," and I didn't hear that song for years. And like that became like one of my favorite bands. But I just had like this yeah, incomplete version of the album. And then like it was like cool, like finding about this new Lemonhead song. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, shall we, should we dive right in? Let's yeah. dive in. Track one. Track one. So this is a twenty-one track album. Oh man, I'm so excited. Uh, one hour and 19 minutes. Let's play track one. This next record is dedicated to oh, some personal shit. friends of mine. Is that you? The LAPD. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Every Do you all know what this is? NWA or uh, Ice T? It's they body count, yeah. Uh. Listen to the wrong kind of music. Wrong so color. So it's kind of a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> For every one of those fucking police. Well, this is a I'd real like pick for the first song. Hell yeah. I was in a mood. And shoot him in their motherfucking face. Hell yeah. Body count. This is shit. Capula! Um. So yeah, I don't really know what there is to say about body count. Apparently I was into them at this point in high school. <laughs> I don't remember that being a huge thing for me, which is a kind of a cool thing about doing it this way oh, is yeah. that like a lot of people will come on here and posture like they're some like cool indie kid or whatever right. and like knew about all these cool bands. But no, I was actually out there listening to Body Count. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you listen to a, a lot of their songs or was it like this one in particular really stuck um, with you? I kind of remember like a short phase of like I mean I know I had like the whole album but I'm sure I downloaded it. Mm. Can't remember what the name of the album is. Cop Killer. Yeah, probably. I've never I don't know anything about this band. Fuck them. I, I only know this song. Yeah. No, I really like the energy of this band. Like just like the yeah. like it, I think it was probably pretty formative for me too because I still like don't really much care for authority at all. Did you get into trouble as a as a high schooler? Nothing serious. I was a younger brother of a, uh, uh, well, my brother Casey got into trouble a lot, and then I just kind of like skirted by. Gotcha. If he's listening, um, thank you, Casey. There's <laughs> some mash, uh, mailbox smashing music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was definitely. I was into some like driving around and like yeah. just knocking over trash cans like an idiot. Yeah. Like, uh, 
I did a lot of that. Hell yeah. I like the gunshots with the drum hits. Oh, yeah. I taped every... I had a handy cam, and I taped a lot of stuff when I was a kid, uh-huh. and I found some of those old tapes, and one of them was like, I was driving around smashing mailboxes at like 4 a.m., and I was just like so... I was so just cringed up and like <laughs> mad at myself and like grossed out and while out. i was moving like actually in the same kind of pile of old shit i found a bunch of old mini dv tapes that yeah. i'm sure has some of that too <laughs> um i don't have a deck to digitize them but it's i'd love to see it what's anyway. on it <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to watch for like 10 minutes and then you're like this is all terrible yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go to track two yeah let's see what we got Uh, stairway to heaven? No, it's not Stairway to Heaven. I thought it was too. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think I know what this is. Yep, it's more body count. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this isn't just the body count album that I mislabeled. This music is for me. It's body count. <laughs> it's every song they ever made. I don't think we need to listen to this song anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Track three. That's. This sounds like it could it be. It could be a body count. Stop the car right. Yes, now. this is more body count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if this keeps up, then I do have a backup playlist to fall back on. All right, let's. Should we just go? Let's go to track. Yeah, let's just go. Right. Oh, Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah. Decidedly not body count. <laughs> So you started this playlist off with just uh, yeah, just three, three deep. I did a little rock block. <laughs> so yeah, rock superstar. This was a big song. I wonder what year this came out. I think it might tell us more about Di- the period. Like 90s probably. I mean, I feel like this was later, wasn't it? I want to say 2000, 2001 ish, maybe. We could look it up, but we never yeah, do. Yeah, you know, let's my, not. My brother, who's a very big square. Do you, do you know him? Yeah. Went to a Cypress Hill concert in high school. Really? Did he love it? Uh, I think he enjoyed himself. I don't know. It, I just can't imagine it still to this day. Was it like a family values tour or something? I feel like they would have been Yeah, on probably that. something like that. No, I think it was like a show where they opened for like uh, Snoop Dogg or something. I think it was like a rap show. I remember I was I really did like this song. I was not like a big Cypress Hill fan, but like somehow this song just resonated with me. Was it that it kind of had that like those guitars in there? Like it was kind of a mixing of Apparently I was real into rap rock mix up. <laughs> but I was never into like rap rock. Just I'm, more things that were I guess these are more like, rock kind of rap. Harder yeah. rapper. Like I would say that this sort of rocky. I yeah. Guess, yeah. And also like I was I was probably also like listening to like crass and like old like like anarcho punk stuff, yeah. and then also listening to Rock Superstar, <laughs> which uh, this was rules. in a movie. I, I think like maybe a Batman or Batman movie. Blade, maybe Blade. No, they had a song in Blade, but it was that whole album was original songs with mm-hmm. uh, hip hop artists and DJs. I think it was Blade too. So wait, I have a question for you. So Yo. you want to have big dreams? Oh, never mind. Oh, we're in a different place. <laughs> Did you ever listen to Cottonmouth Kings? They were kind of Cypress Hilly. I don't know. What they were, were they like? They were like Cypress Hilly, but all 
weed related songs. Uh-huh. Did you did you know them? They were on the screen too. I know I know their name. There was a yeah. whole bunch of bands like that. Yeah. Cypress Hill included that. Like I knew this song, but I was just like I didn't smoke weed in high school. Right. I, I think Cypress Hill kind of paved the way for the Cottonmouth Kings of the yeah. world. It's funny because you'd always there'd always be like one kid in the smoking group that like like bands like this a little too much like knew their catalogs and they're all like really okay yeah. they felt obligated they're like well I like weed so yeah. I have to like these bands Cypress Hill is also a band that would never have made it onto my high school playlist like I was this, <laughs> yeah. it was not like a big not part like of thing. who I was yeah. uh, let's go to track five baby oh hell yeah DMX DMX this song specifically I liked because it was uh, from that segment in CKY3 where Mike Vallely, like beat up all those uh, like preppy kids. I just watched CKY2K the other night. Oh, good. Very drunk. <laughs> Very drunk. And I watched it. And, uh, um, this, turn, this, turn this verse up a little bit. How did you find CKY? I do know all the words to this verse. Um, it's problematic. CMX in a nutshell. He opened up talking about fucking a dead body. The open line is I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. Um, so yeah, DMX, bring your whole crew. DMX uh, is great, actually. I, I really like him. We had a guest on who this was like his number one thing he listened to, Claudius in high school. Yeah. I remember. What's I he like now? Holds up. He's very nerdy. Okay. Very, very, nerdy. <laughs> very nice, polite guy. <laughs> Um, I remember in middle school, in like eighth grade, the uh, Rough Riders anthem oh, yeah. was really big. Like all, we all liked that song, and we had an assembly where this like inspiration. They were like a band. They were like these two brothers, um, but they were like inspiration. They like inspired us to like do good in your community. Sure, yeah. And like everybody, like in between songs, everybody in this in this gymnasium, we all started going. Stop! Shut! Shut him down! Open up! Shut! And it just like they didn't know what to do because it was just you like, shut him down. We shut him. And a bunch of like open up shop. And then you opened up shop. Like, Eleven and twelve year olds just yelling at these poor guys. Hey, what's with those religious dudes who used to like rip uh, phone books at schools? Uh, God's uh, warriors. They did it at, sc- at schools. I've heard of that. I didn't not. know. It was like, I don't. I don't did think you guys I have a, like FCA your at uh, Shambly? Don't know what that is. Fellowship, Fellowship. of Christian Athletes. Yeah. Oh. I, I dated an That's, FCA girl. It was th- very weird. Those are three things that I was not, <laughs> I would not have been aware of even if it was. I was not trying to do any of, three of, of those three things. I went to. I was a, big on fellowship, not the other two. I went to a couple, and uh, I, the God's Warriors came, and yeah, they're just like do strong guy stuff. Yeah. And they're like God made us strong. Oh yeah. But I remember specific like this one time, this guy was like bench pressing a bunch of weight, and he was he had to do he was gonna do ten reps, and he got to nine, and he was like down on his chest, and he couldn't push it, and the guy who had the microphone was like, "Come on, Bill, come on," and Bill. Just yells, Jesus! <laughs> and he lifted it. He did the ten. Nails that ten. Uh, it was the cheesiest shit. I love the idea of like them the night before, like 
praying, like on their knees in front of their bed, like a little kid or something, and just yeah. be like, please, Lord, give me the strength to rip a phone book tomorrow. Yeah, don't make me look like a jackass in front of all these kids. <laughs> these Christian athletes. <laughs> Uh, you guys, uh, you guys, I was going to put you in with NFC. <laughs> they, uh, they used to pray before school, and I always found it offensive, weirdly. Like, I wasn't very of that mind, but even still, I was like, this sucks. They shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I oh. guess it's... Oh, we're on a next We just track. talked all the way through that whole DMX song. <laughs> so this is They Might Be Giants. Oh, yeah. From their kids' album, No, which would also be able a good clue of when this came out. Um... This this song is like I just probably had just heard it for the first time and thought it was really funny or something. Do you remember the DMX into this man? <laughs> this like I yeah. This, you to your question thing. earlier, like I was definitely trying to do something with the form. <laughs> yeah. You're like this I'm was, gonna really. This was no it. accident. Yeah, I was thinking three maybe, body count Cypress Hill DMX. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it was like alphabetical order because you went body count B-C- Cypress Hill DMX. D- oh, now we got they might be giants. Well, all the rest of the songs are by um, Exhibit UVs and Ws. It's all Weezer and Exhibit. I guess it's possible, but I doubt it. Did you guys ever see that? Tiny Toons episode that was all they might be giant songs. Uh-oh. Oh yeah, they yeah, did Triangle great. Man and yeah. uh, Istanbul, the Constantinople. Yeah. yeah. All right, I think that was my let's, intro to that band. That song. Oh, here's another one. Yeah. Hey. Another rock back. Don't let's start. Man, I love this band. I still do, but I never listened to them. Um, they might be giants. What's there to not say about them? Yeah. Let's um, not say that, and then say the things that we should say about them. <laughs> Are they still making music? I feel like they are. But. Yeah, I think so. They like really went into like doing stuff for kids, though. I don't know if yeah. they're still doing that, but I know they're still like doing tours and stuff. They're a band that I feel like I should be way more into and know a lot more about than I do. I know there's two guys. There's two core at the core, and then the band of Dan's. Uh, they have a whole band of people named Dan. Are <laughs> their names the same? Aren't yes. Okay. John and John. John and, and John and Dan. Three or four Dan's. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I saw them play probably around this time at the um, Variety, and they one of the things they did was like they would turn on a radio and just like scroll through the radio and then like find a station and then they would play that song along with whatever uh, was playing. Cool. Like they would just like figure it out and play it because the band of Dan's is very talented. That's awesome. What if a uh, you were like a really good guitar player and you auditioned and they were like, we think you're great, but your name's not Dan. I'm sure that they, <laughs> they don't even take auditions from people who aren't named Dan. Are they, they just like the first question in the job interview is, how do you feel about legally changing your name? <laughs> they don't, want, don't, I think there's too much like liability in that. Yeah. They just, yeah. they want natural bands. <laughs> Are you a natural band? So, um, would you say like, do you have a favorite They Might Be Giant song? Uh, probably Birdhouse in Your Soul, maybe. That's one of the ones I've heard, yeah. I like that one a lot, though. Um, this is another They Might Be Giant song. This is that other, like, low quality that the that the other song, the first song yeah. had. And mm-hmm. these are both from the same album, so. Is there any interpretation on this? Should we just skip it? Nah, this is just I'm not your broom. We don't need to hear it. (laughs) Hopefully it's not more. Track nine, baby. 
It's they might be jazz. <laughs> Synth symbol. Uh, song rolls, yeah. So I don't think I did a lot of this rock block stuff on really? mixes. I think I remember, and I in later years I know that I wouldn't have done this, but I guess I was just on one with this one. Yeah. Really, really well, experimenting with the medium. Do you, do you think? For you, mix CDs served a purpose. Like, were you making these albums because you're like, we're gonna be in the car for two hours tomorrow. Let's make something that it's gonna, you yeah. know, be a jam for everybody. Or potentially, I mean, they serve multiple purposes. You know, um, I know I definitely would make mixes yeah. for like trips and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think this one, this one, you know, Mikey's mix as a brand feels more like just like general. Uh, yeah. Just Whatever general driving around music. Well, and also, because like you said, you had a 10-disc 10, 10 CD changer, so I'm sure the idea of, like, I can throw a couple songs from this band on, you know, because I got I got 10 CDs that I can essentially yeah. have. So. And I know I would burn a lot of full albums, too, and have those in rotation. I think, uh, like, Wu-Tang Clan, um, 36 Chambers was just yeah. always, always in there. Always in there. Uh, I think it may have always been disc one too. That was that, like that, that was rolls. my shit. My mom's Montero had a six uh, album, six CD changer, and she had thirty six changers <laughs> as her number as one. All six of them. But she, it was always just filled with uh, you know like Lebanese music, and uh, I borrowed it for like a week once, and like took five of them out, but left one. And it just pop up, and one of, I had friends in the car, or whatever, and I'd be like, yeah. Look at a belly dance. Yeah. One of it. Look at oh, it. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Next one. Track 10. More fucking They Might Be Giants. <laughs> this is um, this is from the end of, what is it? I forget which album, but it's a whole suite of songs that are very short. It's called Fingertips. 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 I hear the wind blow. Cool. All right. We can oh, it just jumps from one to the yeah. other? Yeah. Cool. Okay, this is more They Might Be Giants. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Skip it. Yeah. Hey! Outcast. Another huge one for me. Stankonia was uh, probably just two most of the time. We, uh, when you were playing that Cypress Hill song, I remember uh, I had downloaded a version of Bombs Over Baghdad that was like Rage Against the Machine and uh, or maybe just Tom Morello but it was like him doing guitar stuff like with them rapping over and being like it's just like a clash of like really amazing <laughs> artists yeah and, like, it was pretty That's cool sick. did you uh, Bombs Over Baghdad is such a monster like a, a huge thing it in my eyes I always thought like this is the song that like invented crunk you know like yeah. it is the, still the crunkest shit yeah. I think at like Dragon Con last year me and Mason we were like standing on this like balcony and there was like a party going on in this courtyard and that song came on and just to watch everybody just get so excited that song was coming out and we were just like everybody likes this song mm-hmm. like, as they should it's fucking great did you guys see that uh, it was like a comic that was like a parody of the lyrics to the song and it was um, four panel comic and it said I'm sorry Miss Jackson I am four eels and oh like, no four eels <laughs> it's like I apologize a trillion times I am not a guy 
about a fish or something. Like that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's really funny. It's just a four-panel comic, but it's just a bunch of eels. And I feel like it could have been a two-panel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those last two panels were kind of weak. Uh, I, I don't remember the last two perfectly, but it, it was fine. I'll, I'll find it. It'll send it to you later. Okay, great. Yeah, please <laughs> really, do. I'm really excited. Uh, Outcast ruled, and I always wonder how big this album was in high schools outside of yeah. Atlanta, you know? I was thinking about that earlier. I saw um, Slim Calhoun posted something today on Instagram about uh, Georgia Power, and I was like, I wonder how many people out there follow Slim Calhoun <laughs> on Instagram in 2019 yeah. that are not in the state of Georgia. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and just like even you see now, like you know, obviously Outkast is huge and hugely influential, and you see like other rappers talking about them like they're legends. But like they they did feel very hometown for mm-hmm. us in high school, you know. It's oh yeah, very felt a little bit intimate, I guess, because also they're rapping about shit that's all around us all yeah. the time. Well. They were not rapping about Dunwoody very much. Yeah. But I did see Andre 3000 in Dunwoody at... I worked at Gorin's next to the movie theater, and he went... And he was just there one day, just, like, standing outside the movie theater talking on his cell phone. And, like, I was like... Somebody told me he was there, so I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to just go stand near him and yeah. look at him. And then in the course of his phone call, I heard him say the word Dauda. Like, he was, like, asking somebody about, how's your Dauda? And I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what movie he was going to see? What? School of Rock. Nice. Oh, he did a cartoon. You know, he did a no. It wasn't School of Rock. It, it was like School of Music or something. Music but, Space School. Yeah, or something. yeah, but it was not related. Um, whatever. He probably maybe got, he was inspired. He probably got the idea <laughs> that day. Yeah. Then I saw him later at There Will Be Blood. We were at the same screen. I was yeah. gonna say I feel like I I feel like most people have a I saw Andre three thousand at blank story, and most of them I've heard are like at movies. Or like at a movie theater. Yeah. Dude sees a lot Dude of movies. Sees movies. Uh, let's track 13. More outcasts. More outcasts. Yeah. This is a good one. East Point. Smoke some dank. College Do you Park. To that, in the uh, house. Dungeon Family album. I think it maybe was post high school. No, that was in, I. I wasn't into Dungeon Family at the time. I probably yeah. didn't even know what that meant. Um, I was strictly aware of Outcast. Goody Mob. A little like bit. That. I was. I had friends that were into it, but I. I didn't really dive into that until much later. Did you listen to a lot of hip hop? You said Wu uh, Tang Clan. Yeah. I. I mean, if and you we were if you were minutes. judging on me on this playlist, <laughs> then obviously yes, I was. But but I wouldn't have. I wouldn't say that I was really into hip hop or into rap when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. It just, I guess, I was just in a mood on this day. I was surprised. I mean, I've talked about that a little bit on this podcast, but especially during these power hours, I'm always surprised when I like really start like reaching for songs. My, you know, punk pop punk sensibilities go a very short distance mm-hmm. and then it's all taken over by hip hop but when I think about myself in high school probably more because of the way I dressed and acted I was like yeah I was like into like punk rock but yeah. I wasn't really I listened to like maybe 10 bands yeah, and then a shitload of hip hop I, I, pr- I found the same thing like when I was digging into like trying to make a playlist for this um, about that but I, I kept being like no I didn't 
listen to Lagwagon in high school. I listened to them in middle school. I didn't yeah, listen totally. to that. Like I was like, I got into that stuff way early. And then I think by this point, I was just kind of like, yeah, I still like that stuff and I'll still listen to it. But you know, right. I, I have the same thing, but mine was more like ninth, tenth grade is when I really just got into those kind of bands, like mm-hmm. the the Warped Tour scene. And uh, yeah, by the time I was a senior, I don't think I was listening to it. I mean, I was already like over Blink-182, like thought I was too cool for that kind of shit. And, yeah. And even bands like 311 and Incubus, I was kind of over at that point and was listening to what I thought was highbrow music, but really it was just Talib Kweli. It was, it was just hip hop. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I was like, yeah, this is adult music. Thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> I was also like, you know, that Dunwoody crowd that I mentioned earlier um, was mostly a lot older than me and kids we'd hang out with we were like the youngest and then they like graduated and or most of them dropped out and didn't graduate as far as i know but they all like moved downtown and like had all these punk bands and like um like the black lips was one like was a big part of that you know they were kind of the the heart and the core of it Mm -hmm. um but so so yeah like that like i was when i wasn't listening to this i was like going to like see like the carbonos play a house show and like all those all that stuff um forget why how that was going to tie into what you were just saying i do think that plays a big part of it like there wasn't a local music hip-hop community in kennesaw and i'm guessing not so much in dunwoody either i mean there's like a couple kids in our high school who you know were rappers or you know rapped or whatever but it's not like i mean especially depending on the you know people you hung out with there wasn't like we weren't all like let's go to a hip-hop show we were going to punk shows and emo shows and stuff so like i think when you think back at high school at least for me it's like yeah i was that kind of a person so i listened to that kind of music but you know i don't know if there was like a ton of uh like technology to like produce oh yeah hip-hop beats For like sure, it wasn't yeah. as that accessible through, that's true like, like you kind of had to yeah. spend yeah. some money on on something mm-hmm. and then like fruity loops came out yeah and i was like yep <laughs> this is how we're doing it guys track 14 14 uh, gangster shit did you go through a ska phase i feel like gus and mason very both. early yeah yeah i was in a ska when i was like 13 um yeah, I would buy all those like samplers and stuff. Mm. I had a skank and pickle CD. Bucko Nine was my jam. What else? I I know <laughs> I know uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's and then like Christian ska bands. Yeah, I feel like if I ever went to like a 99x sponsored concert, it was always like ska bands I've never heard of before. Yeah. Like, just a bunch of like thirty-something-year-old. There was all these ska music for like children. There was a lot of samplers that had like oh, yeah. four hundred bands on them, oh, and they yeah. all they cost like a dollar. They were like on the label. It was like, do not pay more than a dollar for this. And now I know why. It's because it's like ska. <laughs> uh, it was all pretty similar. Like yeah. they didn't need that many bands on there. Yeah. So yeah. Yikes. But um, but actually, I remember I told you at one point I wanted to come on your podcast so I could talk about how Propagandi was the best punk punk there. Band there ever was, I guess. Unless there's some propaganda in here, which there probably isn't, we won't have a chance to really dive into that. But they had a song called "Ska Sucks," ah. and it was like when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, Scott, they're bringing Scott. up a lot of good you points." <laughs> Ska revival isn't cool. You Scott, Ska was so cool if you were like 13, 12, 13. It just was like it's made for that. Yeah. brain i think yeah it's like super energetic see the aquabats yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, hopefully it's not another Outcast song. It's not an Outcast song, but what is it? Sounds like a Madonna beat or something. Sounds like an emo song. I don't know what this is. This is all over the place in this intro. Oh, some bong oh wait, noises, bong noises. This is a song about oh, smoking I weed. Song. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I remember it kind of. I remember it too, probably from people's mixes playlists. Yeah. This. I hope this is the most embarrassing song on here. It's like Afro Whatever and shit. Like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how this song I, makes me feel. I bet you anything if somebody said the name of this group, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. It would be like, There's a few like clicks out of California that were all doing this. Yeah. Shit Remember when we said earlier, Cypress Hill paved the way for a lot of. <laughs> yeah. This is like the fallout of that. Yeah. No idea who this is. That little kind of the little guitar part sounds like uh, it's two day by the. Smashing pumpkins. Kind of countryish. It it's reminds like, me of like what Florida Georgia Line and shit yeah. is doing now. It's like a real twee, <laughs> like uh, what's that other the Nappy Roots? It's like a twee now. Oh, yeah, yeah. maybe like the opening playing over like the opening credits of a not another teen movie or something. What is it? Gonna light the weed? Tap the keg? I'm gonna look up this. Tap the keg. Shoot the shit. I think this song is called Shoot the Shit. <laughs> This sounds like it's bad, people. Ronald. Bad Ronald. Bad okay, Ronald. I don't. I don't know that. I would, name, yeah, I don't. But, so bad band song name. is called Let's Begin. Uh, shoot the shit. If that, Let's Begin is a better name for a song. Oh, Let's shit. Begin in parentheses. Shoot the shit. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, Bad Ronald. <laughs> Back into obscurity that, with you. I can't believe that's not the last song on this album. How many it's more do we a, got? Oh, speaking of nappy now. roots, it's fucking hey. nappy roots. <laughs> Shout out to Luke Tanner who put uh, this band on his. Oh, nice. Were Nappy Roots from Atlanta place? or were they? No, I think they're from like fucking Kentucky or something. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely Southern, but yeah, they're like, like Memphis, more like or? 36 or something. They're like, like actual Southern. Yeah, they're from like, I want, they're probably from like Mississippi. This, this is the only, only Nappy Roots song I know. Yeah, me too. Ever. I don't think I ever knew any other ones. <laughs> This was definitely this mix was definitely just for like driving around. Yeah, but it starts off strange with three. <laughs> I think I must have just said discovered body count at the yeah. time. And then you got a block of they might be giants. Also, is questionable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's good. Not be roots. Yeah. You know who I really like was um, Bone Crusher. Oh yeah, yeah. He's dead, right? He died. No, he's alive. Oh, I saw him. a big pun. Big pun I, yeah, big pun's dead. Yeah. I saw Bone Crusher at uh, I saw at at Urban Outfitters not too long ago. I saw Bone Crusher. He's not doing well in also. high school. He's working at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> I saw Bone Crusher in high school at American Adventures when I worked there. He was playing skee ball. Hell yeah! I saw Bone Crusher at we all. I saw Bone Crusher, I saw Bone Crusher at um that what's that restaurant in Piedmont Park where they have shows? Like, uh, the park oh, the Tavern. Tavern. Park yeah. Tavern. I saw him at Park Tavern. Band of Horses was playing. Oh, I, I was there. Me. Yeah, I think you were there. Yeah, like, you and Kyle. Yeah, they I don't knew think Kyle he was, and Bone Crusher. I don't think Bone Crusher was there to see Band of Horses. <laughs> Just he was their manager. <laughs> Uh, All right, what else we got? 
more Cypress Hill. Yeah. Or this is uh, this is yeah. Outcast with the guy from Cypress Hill. With the guy from Cypress Hill. Superstar, you want to be it? No, no, that's what we listened no. to earlier. <laughs> yeah. This is Explosion. Oh, yeah. Sync yeah. Starts off pretty similar. This though. song's cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of doing a Cypress Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've already pretty much touched both of those bases. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, wow, that's that's interesting that I have a gap and then more out. <laughs> And you had it set It's a cool break. You had to throw Bad Ronald in there. <laughs> some Bad Ronald. Just Stankonia. Between Happy Roots, followed by Happy Roots. Is this Stankonia as well? I this, think so, yeah. Think so it's like one of the later tracks. I was always... I think... Aquemini. Aquemini first, then Aliens and Stankonia. Mm, no. For me. No. Oh, I thought you made it in sequence. Skankonia was... Nope, that's Skankonia historically inaccurate. the latest, though, yeah. right? What was it? AT Aliens, Aquamini. Yeah. I always remember um, that it came out in 1999 because of the one nine nine nine. Oh, yeah, That was a big debate, at least with my friend group. Those three albums. Which which is the best? Um, I would go Skankonia. One. Aquam and I So the opposite It's the only opposite. Yeah Exactly But mostly it. just because This was like Nostalgic Yeah really. for sure yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I got into The other ones later I think uh, Aquam and I Was like the first Hip hop Album That like I played Just around the clock I listened to that album All four years <laughs> In high school You know uh, Alright let's move on Yep Hey Talking heads this is uh, track 19 out of 20. Ah, two more. Coming down the home stretch. Oh, I'm starting to get sad. I want to <laughs> keep going. I'm, I'm interested. It's probably going to be like, all Talking Heads. Talk heads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I didn't listen to Talking Heads in high school, but I did watch... Uh, the, Not Making Sense? No. Uh, the, his movie that he wrote and presented... Uh, it's the short stories, T- true stories. I think it's called. You guys don't know it. Don Goodman's in it. Yeah, no. It's like like short stories of this one town, kind of like a few short films, and it's directed by somebody kind of famous who I can't remember now. Anyway, I watched it and I was like, I like the Talking Heads, but then I never really listened to them until I was like, I'm 25. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that Talking Heads is on here. I wouldn't have guessed that I listened to the Talking Heads in high school. Seems like more of a college thing for me, but I guess I was just sophisticated. Well, this is also like a big. This is like a radio song and stuff, so maybe it was just. I mean, yeah, it's not a deep cut. Yeah, maybe you just like this song. I guess we'll find out next. (laughs) Track twenty. This was the only Talking Head song that I knew in high school. It wasn't until college that I listened to more. And even like, there's a Pedro the Lion song where he references David Byrne and I knew I sang all the lyrics to Page of the Lion song so I would sing that lyric and had no idea at the time who David Byrne was I was just like that's just a guy yeah maybe he was like a smart dude yeah this song to this day um makes me think of that Nick Cage movie that this yes. was in the, was it the Family Man yeah or the, the Weather Man no 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 Family Man uh this one was of those in the trailer. Rules and the other one's not that good. <laughs> I've never seen either of them, like but I remember this was in the trailer. I liked the Weatherman a lot. Yeah, 
but Family Man was. Oh yeah, this was in the trailer. Yeah, it's like it seems like they just made the movie about this song. It's like, who is this? (laughs) How did I get here? How do I work this? (laughs) He does say, "My God." (laughs) Um, but you know, yeah. I, I remember actually I guess I remember this must have been later this was probably like this summer after junior year I would think I remember like some of my friends turning me onto this stuff mm-hmm. that summer True Stories is directed by David Byrne as well so not directed by somebody famous he is famous I mean yeah but not like famous it's a good movie I mean I, at least I liked it in high school I found it in like one of those like cheap bins at uh at um media play mm-hmm Back with media plays, plays. Rest in peace, media play. I also remember that episode of Doug, where oh, yeah. he like wore a big suit, yeah. and I had no idea that he was. That was like a reference to it. Like he was, he had a. He wanted to start a band, so he wore a big suit. And like, yeah, that was one of the things. It's yeah. like we're gonna wear big suits. And oh, I cool. always, as a kid, I was like, that's weird. Why would you wear? It? And then I. That joke was not for kids. That was no, for the, right. the parents. Yeah, uh, actually, th- so that episode. It's him and BB, and BB wants to take the band in a direction. I think she was actually the manager, but she wanted to take the band in like a, like Art Deco, uh, pop 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 art kind of way. Art yeah. Deco pop. Yeah. <laughs> but she was like, "You got to wear a big suit," and he didn't want to. He wanted to be more like the Beatles or like the Beats, the Beats. which was the band that yeah, was yeah. like the Beatles. You guys know that? Well. A little off topic here, but there was a, there was a band called the Beats, um, hmm. much later than Doug. <laughs> uh, but they were awesome. Hey, Killer Tofu is an awesome track, by the way. <laughs> by the Beats. Yeah, yeah. Killer so this band, but there was a band from New York called the Beats. B E T B E E T. Same. But, uh, but yeah, they were like really cool. Just check them out. All right, track twenty-one. What do you think? Last track. What do you think it's gonna be? I really hope it's not another. I hope it goes out on a banger. I hope it's not another Talking Heads. <laughs> I hope it's another I hope it's bad just Ronald. Else. <laughs> the only other bad Ronald song. It's like Mambo Number Five or something. No. Oh, uh, this is appropriate because this actually does embody my high school experience. This oh. is the Black Lips. Ah. Um. Are you friends with all of the Black Lips or just? Um. Over the years of kind of grown apart with them but uh, at one point I was I was usually I was mostly friends with Joe the drummer mm-hmm. but then like I remember like Cole being very cool to me very early on where I felt like everyone else was like thought I was just like some dumb like little kid and uh, he kind of was like actually seemed to give a shit Jared lived in the neighborhood behind mine uh, like there's a cut through into my his neighborhood for mine and he and my oh, right. he, uh, he and my brother were really good friends when they were like really young but then they kind of drifted apart and he, he pushed me into the creek one time cause he's a <laughs> fucking dick and he still is Jared if you're listening fuck you try to push him in the creek now but I love I do love you I guess deep down for some reason that's cool. Uh, so yeah, this is from the Black Lips' first album, um, which I was just like so into. And this was like at the time when they, you know, weren't really famous. Um, they were like probably seventeen when they recorded this, you know. Damn. And it's just so fucking rock and roll. It's really good. Yeah. This is yeah. "Ain't Coming Back" was on their very first like seven inch that they made um, before the first album. 
The guy from Seven Dust lived in my neighborhood in elementary school. Hell yeah. Not as cool. Mohammed has brought that up in 20... Remember, I thought he was dead. <laughs> 20 episodes. I thought he was dead in the first episode. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> said, said a lot of things about this guy. <laughs> uh, I don't remember anything about it. I barely knew him. And, uh, and it was elementary school. And he was in middle school. I was in elementary school. He was in middle school or something. Yeah. So neither of you were in high school, which is nope. kind of what this podcast is about. Yeah, it still gets brought up. Man, Cole so just sounds much. like such this, a this baby. Is great. <laughs> it does that. It sounds like a. That's yeah. so funny. I haven't listened to this song in a long time. I, the shit that my band in high school was making, <laughs> so bad. You know, this is like, oh yeah, this makes sense that they went on to become a very famous band. Yeah, I don't know, man. If, if I'm sure a lot of people feel this way, but it seems like there was something in the water and like don't worry, Ben. It's just like all these people just like fucking crushing it Ryan Seacrest was there he's in the radio hall of fame now you know everyone just <laughs> succeeding <laughs> wildly <laughs> I mean me I'm on a podcast now this is great my wife works at Dunwoody now and uh, I hate it because <laughs> yeah. I pick her up sometimes Ugh, and it's yeah. the worst worst place to be <laughs> traffic is just Nightmare. That was great. So that's Mikey's Mix 6, Mike, everyone. Mike's Mix 6, Mix, Volume 6. So available now on... Uh, <laughs> do you know how many you had? How many? No clue. No. <laughs> we maybe got... This just... could have been the last of the series that I decided to name that. I don't know. I'd love to hear one through five. If you ever find another one, you can come back on and then just do the same. Yeah, I'll same do day. this. I'll do this anytime. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, do we want to take a break? Let's take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Mike Morgan on my high school iPod. That was good. <laughs> to this entire episode. Believe it or not. <laughs> um, we're we're, uh, we're going to try something new here uh, where we're going to start doing some, um, some promo, some ad spots. Uh, and we want you guys uh, to submit... Uh, if you have uh, an album coming out or a show coming up or a business to promote, uh, anything uh, creative that you are doing that you want people uh, to know about, uh, we want you to um, uh, promote on this podcast for it. Jay, how can people reach us if they if they need to uh, contact us about an advertisement opportunity? That's a great question. We have an email address because we are a legitimate podcast with an email address. Uh, you can... You can send us uh, your info uh, at myhighschoolipod at gmail.com. Um, and basically, uh, I guess if you want to record your own spot, uh, feel free. You can do that. Uh, or if you want us to read copy of some type. Yeah, we're uh, charming and funny and have nice voices. Exactly. We, we just want to uh, promote and, and, and support the people who uh, are supporting us, uh, and that's you guys, and we thank you for doing that. If you have something you want to promote, uh, something you want people who listen to this podcast to know about, um, send us an email. Let us know what you got going on uh, and whatever information you feel is pertinent, uh, and we'll get back to you, and you can have your ads right here on the world's most mediocre podcast, <laughs> my high school iPod. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. You want to be a rap superstar and live large, big house, five cars, in charge. And we're back. 
It's my high school iPod. Jay Howell, Muhammad Jomer, our guest, Mike Morgan. Did Cypress Hill do that jump around? No. Jump around. House jump of around. Pain. House of Pain. You're right. Common mis- uh, misconception. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That song's in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> it's the scene where, like, right before she divorces him. Because <laughs> he's, like, throwing the kid a birthday party that he's not supposed to have because he's, like, grounded or something. And they're jumping around to that song. And then she, like, walks in. She said, I, you promised me there would be no jumping around. <laughs> I told you if there was any jump around, I was out. You know how I feel about House of Pain. Um, See, I thought you meant the sitcom. <laughs> you know, the one that's going to be it out hasn't in come like out 20 yet. years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mike, that was very fun. Uh, that, yeah. That, that little uh, It worked out well. It could have been a lot more embarrassing, I guess. But also, like, you know... All these other people coming in here, posing like they're cool. They're not cool. I was cool. We. I was listening to (laughs) Cypress Hill. I was cool. (laughs) I appreciate, yeah, just the uh, open. Let's see what's on this because we do. I like. I I appreciate everyone who's ever been on this podcast. Thanks everybody who's been on this podcast. But I always do appreciate more when somebody says like, yeah, and I was really into. Matchbox 20 or like something weird that you're just like, maybe mm-hmm. you should be embarrassed by that, but okay, let's get into yeah, that. Yeah, or let's... you might just, just like just glaze over that like you would just not remember that because it was so bland or right. something. But I think this mix, you know, I can't speak for the other mixes I've made, but like this one like really kind of shows like the breadth of what I was into. I mean, it goes from DMX into They Might Be Giants. <laughs> and not only They Might Be Giants, but the They Might Be Giants album that was for children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I think that was, that, that actually ended up being pretty, a pretty good representation of, of a young me. Um, speaking of playlists, right. uh, Mike, do you want to... Speaking you, of Spotify playlists. Yeah, you got, you got a little more I something for I did prepare one and I'm looking over it now and I'm like, what on here was not you know touched on on that playlist Mm -hmm. um i mentioned earlier that i was into like a lot of like anarcho punk being a kind of a genre a sub genre of punk um and so i wanted to play a little crass for you let's do it This is a band that gets me in the feels. It like relaxes me yeah. in a weird way because I know it's really abrasive. But it was like my first thing that I like got into that I was like, this feels like like I could get in trouble for listening. Here's yeah. <laughs> another sort of style of music that also like sounds very aimed at kids. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm 14 when I'm listening to it. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't like the subhumans kind of, kind of that yeah. thing. It, it seems like it was like designed to, you know, corrupt the youth. Yeah. <laughs> in a good way. In like the best yeah, way. Yeah, right. I saw Rock and Roll High School at um, yeah. Plaza last yeah, night. Yeah, how was it? And I hadn't watched it since probably I was in high school. And it was really revealing to me about how, like, I mean, that's the same thing. It's like this movie is literally telling kids to take over your high school, kick all the adults out, and then <laughs> fucking blow it up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and like that is uh, 
I was like, man, this is like definitely a very formative thing for me. Oh, it's a short song. Um, and it's going into Wu-Tang. Which Cash rules everything we can already. probably skip because everyone knows that Wu-Tang is the shit. Yeah. This album in particular. It, it's their debut album, I guess, is what you call it. And it's, uh, they never reached these heights. Not as a group ever again. Yeah. You know, which is a shame. But I believe this came out in the same year as It's Aliens. Really? It came around around the same time. I love this album has like a real lo-fi production sound to it and it's just yeah. I, I love this whole album so much certainly someone's played Wu-Tang on this show before just me I think really you know, yeah hours, I don't think we've we've had anyone get into Wu-Tang interesting so ubiquitous to me that that's surprising um, this but, band always felt older too even in high school I always thought of them Tribe Called Quest is like that too another band I listen to a lot yeah. I'm just like they're older hip-hop but like this album came out like <laughs> like maybe four years before I was saying yeah, they're yeah. older hip hop. Right, yeah. and I, I think that like Midnight Marauders came out that same year. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it was all like, I think it goes into that like production. I mean, it's all just samples of old like kind of spooky sound yeah. music. It sounds older, yeah. Than and also it's much more like intellectual and like... Right. Well, it's not like the hip hop that was coming out at least mainstream when we were in high school. So like that, I mean, that was my whole journey with with hip hop music was just kind of being like, when I heard stuff like Wu Tang, Tribe Called Quest, and even like Talib Kweli and most stuff, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, there's like a whole other world of hip hop, and it's good, mm-hmm. and that that really led me for, and I've talked about this on the podcast before too, but to really reject a lot of mainstream hip hop, which I kind of came around to later, but like a lot of like the DMX and stuff, I was just like, this all sucks, Nelly yeah. and stuff, you know, and it's just like, you know, it's like weird stance to be like fuck that but it's, this is it's funny yeah just- I, used to, I used to draw the same distinctions like when you said Nelly I was like yeah I was not about it <laughs> um, let's see what else we got um, in typical Mikey's Mix fashion we're gonna take a hard turn here um, I don't know if anyone was in that Yola Tango just the parking lot there, man. I I listened to a lot of Yola Tango after high school Me too I, I, I don't think they were on my radar at all I Yeah I got into them in that same Summer as this mix of 2003 um, Cause I The girl My girlfriend at the time had a friend who was into him And like he was all into like Drugs and is probably dead now um, R.I.P. to Whatever right. his name was Probable <laughs> um, But yeah like it's really just like You know it came on like in the car or something And I was like really feeling it and Yeah then, like to this day this album uh, I can feel the heart beating as one is still like one of my top five probably it's fantastic it, this movie feels like uh, I mean this song feels like indie movies of like the late 90s yeah <laughs> like it just this band always is like evocative of like early Kevin Smith or something mm-hmm. it, it just feels that same sort of like I don't know mumblecore you know DIY yeah. sort of production. It's like, yeah, this indie zeitgeist kind of deal. They have a... It's like... Their songs are, are all like very cute yeah. and like seem very simple. But like the more you listen to them, they do have a lot of different stuff going on yeah. and like a lot of like layers that they'll add on and like really impressive. And they've been, they've, they have so many albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really like... It's really subdued and gentle I think is a good word for it but then it's also like fucking like shreds like mm-hmm. this is shredding right now 
Uh, and then also they have an album I think it came out in like 2004 called I'm Not Afraid of You and I Will Beat Your Ass yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that one which is just fucking awesome um, so yeah Yellow Tango this song is called Stockholm Syndrome and it was always one of my favorites you're cramming in more music more bands on this show than anybody in the past you just like going for the record yeah. baby hey, let's do it we gotta we got move on you know <laughs> Um, let's talk about breakups, you know, breakups can be really hard, uh, for a, a teenager. Yeah. And my big breakup came out simultaneously with this <laughs> album, uh, debuting. Yeah. Debuting. So I, they debuted together like 36 chambers in AT aliens. <laughs> Is, uh, the white stripes. This album rolled. Yeah. White, uh, white blood cells. Like seriously. Like I remember sitting and like. A parking lot and like in my car like just real sad in the dark and just like playing music cool. this album though did lead me down like a hole of music that I listened to that I didn't really ever like like um, Eagles of Death Metal were they around this time uh, Hoover was like a, like that that came out after there was a lot of bands coming out after the White Stripes that were kind of like that mm-hmm. I never really got into any of them but I listened to a lot of yeah, them yeah I would even put like I, listen, I heard, like, Franz Ferdinand came on the radio yeah. the other day, and that's, like, one of those, like, post-White Stripes that, right. like, I was real lukewarm on, but still listen to. Well, even though... It's weird. This album, like, was a movement in music, you yeah, know? It really was, and I don't think it gets a lot of, like, recognition for that. Yeah. I mean, people regard Jack White as a genius, surely, but... Yeah. But, yeah, it's... I- I saw the Black Keys open for Dashboard Confessional and Beck. Weird. And oh, that's like, right. We talked about that. They, it was before anybody knew who they were. And at the time, they were... I mean, now they, they're still a two-piece, but they have a lot of you know, like uh, musicians that accompany them on the albums. But at the time, they were just very much a two-piece like this. And uh, I remember being like, this isn't going to work. Two people bands, yeah. they're never going to work. Yeah. Tell it to local age. <laughs> um... I guess I'll play just like one more. I like the White Stripes, and I I've given uh, Meg White a lot of shit for being not a great drummer, but I don't think I think the music works well because she's not right. Like, yeah, she's right. not drawing much yeah, ev- attention to herself at all. Everybody knew what, she's doing. what she was. You know what I mean? It's not like they're trying to fool anybody or right. anything. And that's I think that is why it worked. You know? Yeah, it did have like an honesty about it yeah. at the time. Except for the fact that they unusual. said that they were brother and sister. Oh, yeah. oh okay. so <laughs> weird, right? Distinctly, distinctly not. What a weird choice to make. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, we're going to say we're siblings. I remember um, one of my first, you know, going back to the being friends with the Black Lips and watching them become rock stars. That I remember one of the first things that I was like blown away by, like a story that they had was going to Meg's, Meg White's house and seeing uh, her uh, MTV Moon Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, y'all are like really famous. You've made it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a friend of mine had a local Emmy when I was like 21 or 22, like, you know, like a tech Emmy. And I thought it was the coolest thing. And then flash forward like five years. And I was just like, oh, a lot of people have things. <laughs> <laughs> just a thing that they got. I mean, it's cool. And I'd be like really proud of myself if I had one or whatever. But like, it's like, oh, yeah. You just yeah. Fucking lit a show. And then. Right. They you gave you one of these. Just did your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, anything else? Or are we gonna move on to? I'd like to play one more. Yeah, let's play let's, it, baby. Let's do one more. I seriously doubt anyone has played this on the podcast. 
This is Bruce McCulloch from The Kids in the Hall. I did all my ha! acid. I was really into this, and this is kind of like... There's a little bit of it on there with like the sillier kind of they might be and stuff, but like I was really into like kind of like jokey like comedy stuff. Absolutely, I was too. Yeah. Um, but this album, Shame Based Man, uh, by Bruce McCulloch, is just so good. Is it all music or is it? Yeah, it's like spoken word. I mean, he does, it's like he does, it's like his little segments on Kids in the Hall. You know, he would do this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He would do that kind of stuff. Um, so this one is grade eight, um, where it talks about doing all of his acid in grade eight. And goes on to say he did all of his hash in grade seven. <laughs> and he did all of his Southern Comfort in grade nine. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just like a really cool, like, ruminating kind of thing um, that still to this day, like, I really love. This is great. Yeah. The music in it is really great too, and there's a song on this um, about it's called Vigil, and I highly recommend you check it out. It's about he wrote it like for Kurt Cobain when he died. Oh wow! And it's really touching, and it's just like really amazing. Um, and it's cool like how he just kind of has this whole like cynical, comedic approach to it, but it's like it's also just like a tearjerker. It's really this is really funny. Bruce McCulloch is masterful. Like he is. I'm surprised that his career didn't do yeah. better. None of those guys. Well, Dave Foley, I guess, a little bit. He's on like, yeah, but even, even he has crumbled. Yeah. Uh, I blame Monkey Scott Bone. Thompson was on Hannibal. Oh, yeah, he was. And yeah. Kevin McDonald is... I don't think I've seen him on anything in a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out. It's worth it. That's cool. He's got another album called The Drunk Baby Project, but it's not as good. <laughs> that's about listen? that's about um, a, a government sponsored program to get babies drunk and uh, I don't remember <laughs> to what end. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, well, cool. Well, Mike, thank you for for playing your your uh, music from high school with us. Yeah. Um, so that was some of the music um, from the past, but now it's time for our new segment uh, that we are just. The the reviews are in and people are just loving this new oh, segment. They are loving it. Uh, they are eating it up. You you guys you have spoken. We have heard, uh, and we're gonna keep doing this segment. Um, it's a little something that we call now. <laughs> That's what I call music. Uh, yeah, we gotta create a sting for that. <laughs> <laughs> just record that. Okay. And Maybe then, I'll play the Miley sing, Sting where she goes, oh, 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 it's, and then you're going, no, that's what I call music. Maybe. We'll talk about it. Maybe. Actually, yeah. Well, let's tune keep... in next week to find out if <laughs> to find they out. did that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to talk about music that we are into right now at the moment. Uh, we're each going to play a song and uh, just kind of talk about it. And uh, let's start. Muhammad, you want to start? That's fine with me. So um, this is a new song when this when we're recording this uh, uh, this uh, episode. This is the new song by Young Thug. It's called The London, featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott. Um, so Young Thug's new album is coming. No release date yet, but it's coming. He's been teasing it for a long time. Uh, both these guys should be on it a lot. Apparently, he's collaborating uh, with J. Cole on the entire album, is what he said. So I don't know if he's producing a lot of it or if he's going to be featured on a lot of whatever. 
But uh, you know I love Young Thug And I think the song rules uh, Is this gonna be on the album Or is this I don't know I've noticed that he, like, He's already like Announced the title and stuff So it feels like It's probably a single But you never know these days There's a video for the song That's really good By the way is J. Cole on a lot of other people's... Like, I know he doesn't have many people featured on his albums. I think I saw him on one other thing earlier, but I, I remember when he, they said, like, they were collaborating on this album. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. First of all, it's kind of a weird duo. And then secondly, like, yeah, I don't think J. Cole does a lot of projects with other people. He does his weird little solo albums. Let's um, wait until Gunshots first comes in, but called the London the London uh, it's about a hotel I think um, Young Thug has one of my favorite lines of all time um, a rap song which is I got fish I'm a lake <laughs> uh, from Thief in the Night it's uh, a good line uh, he rules he's like really, really sums it all up I think he's very whimsical he's got a really fun style yeah but he makes it like he, he was a Really refreshing voice. I think this is the kind of stuff that turns Jay off. I've tried to get you into Young Thug. No, Young Thug is the shit. I'm very lukewarm on J. Cole, but. I go back and forth on J. Cole. He has two HBO specials. That's weird. I watched both of them because I watched the first one and I was like, I thought it was okay. Like, I thought it was pretty good. I. I I mean, I, really to I think, much, but I was like, why does he have a second one? It must be like way different, and it wasn't. Like, it was just another live concert, just him, because he doesn't have anything in his songs. I think J Cole is a cool way to, you know, to start this album and to sing the hook here. But like, this song's about the like I. I was upset. I almost didn't pick it because uh, I was like, well, we're going to have to sit through to get to the Young Thug verse, but I love Young Thug, so. should have just played his, uh, the Old Town Road, man. Old Town Road. Yeah, that's right. He's on that other remix of the remix. I do the, like his verse on that. Yeah, it's not bad. I also really love the kid's verse. Yeah. Uh, he's Mason, like talking. Mason Ramsey. Yeah, he's, he's like, funny. his verse is about like riding around on a Razor scooter yeah. on his family's land and then like. I can't, tell, I can't tell. I can't tell. I've seen. I've seen that kid like on uh, celebrities' Instagrams and stuff. Like I've just seen him around, and I can't tell if he's like it on the joke or if it even is a joke. I don't know I what don't his deal so. is. Like he's just. He's just a legit little, little funny kid who got discovered a in a Walmart. Yep, yep. He's, he's the yodeling, yodeling, kid. The yodeling yeah, kid. Yeah, but he's like mm-hmm. on a bunch of songs now, and like, yeah. It seems like he's in on the joke, but it. He played Bonnaroo, I think, or Coachella. Coachella, maybe. That's just yeah. absurd. Yeah, yeah, it's absurd. Putting I, him on Old Town Road is legit. A sick move, though. Man, Old Town Road. Has there ever been a bigger song? No. It's been no. number one. Decided, longer, yeah. Decidedly not. Yeah. Um, so right. here's my song. It's Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I've been listening to. Who's next? Jay. It's a little song uh, you haven't heard of before. Next. I was going to go with a different um, track, but uh, I was, I was going to play some... Uh, Pharmacon, which is just like really harsh, um, like noise, because that's what I've been into lately. Because you know my life is just kind of uh, got a lot of frustrating elements in it right now. Let's just say um, nothing serious. Yeah, you need just to find, like work uh, sucks. You know what I mean? Mike's, yeah. Mike's so, mix one through uh, five. So yeah, I needed something real cathartic for that. 
But since I'm wearing the t-shirt and you talked about it, this is um, Tropical Trash, uh, which is a band um, from Chicago slash uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, How's that happen? It's Nomads, man. <laughs> but this this is uh, from this, your place in the chain from the album Southern Indiana Drone Footage. But this band just fucking slays. This is cool. This is cool. I love double vocals. Yeah. Just anytime two people sing the same words at the same time. Ooh. Have you seen these guys? Like, yeah, they came through not too long ago. They played at the Earl. Um, and yeah, very sick. Their bassist is actually a friend of mine who plays in a band called State Champion, which you may have heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is also very cool. He's like, he just tours solo as State Champion, too. Um, Ryan Davis, very talented. Shout out to him. I love this, this like little noise breakdown. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's very loud and very cathartic, which is kind of like all I really listen to like that's all I'm really into these days mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts I've been listening to a lot of Longmont Mo- Potion Castle lately too which I don't know if you guys are familiar with that I'm not it's like a early like prank call <laughs> thing check it out for sure <laughs> they, they did a documentary about it they just played their old last week and uh, so I've heard it back in the day but I've been really diving into it lately and it works funny still holds up yeah he does a lot of like uh, he has like a delay on his voice too so he calls people and they're like, it just like really adds to like people's frustration right like, there's some really weird interference because he's just like oh yeah how much is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's fucking hilarious so yeah that's a uh, tropical trash tropical trash very cool you kind of Elmer fudded it for your t-shirt. yeah I like to think that's why they put Bugs Bunny <laughs> on there so you'd say it like that um, mine yeah. is mine is similar, like what you were saying, with that kind of loud and cathartic. Um, it's in a similar kind of a similar thing. It's uh, this is a uh, Jeff Rosenstock who I've been listening to a lot recently. Um, the song is called uh, "I Did Something Weird Last Night." Uh, he has like four albums, and I like all of them. So I was trying to figure out the best one to play but this one does a bunch of cool stuff so I like it um I like that he's just screaming right there. yeah and I think I don't know cause like I think Pony League is kind of pretty and soft and so I find that like with this is so very Jay yeah <laughs> but it like honestly like I, I I get very into like this like Titus Andronicus and like stuff like that where the guy's not maybe the most talented of singers, but he's given it all he's got, and he does some really cool stuff. Um, he is apparently he was a singer in a ska band for a while. He's from like Long Island. Um, I forget the name of them, um, but yeah, he just does solo stuff now, and uh, it's all really really good. Cool. 
so good. Yeah, I dig it. Um, and yeah, he it's scream there. He got some chant screams. He's got I mean he's got some albums that feature more kind of like keyboards and like synthesizer stuff. Um, I just think, yeah, he just does a lot of different things, and uh, yeah, I like him a lot. Jeff Rosenstock. That's it. Three great picks. I, th- I think I won, but you know. Three yeah, you picks. did. You won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was our, our segment. Now that's what I call music. Um, well, cool. Well, Mike, thank you so much for for coming and bringing your your uh, mix CD and uh, and and being our guest and. Uh, taking part in in this weird thanks for having me yeah man it's been uh welcome it's been a dream of mine since you started (laughs) we say i really have i think i've been like sitting around waiting for you guys to ask me to be on here well you're waiting to see you you're welcome to come back people anytime number 23 number three jordan Um, come back for 123 yeah i'll be back No, it'd be, I'd be honored to have a power hour with you guys. I know. Yes. That's, that's the real reason to I know do you only bring people back for yeah. that. Do a power hour. <laughs> this is your audition? I've had a few people ask me, like, hey, can I come do a power hour? Like, we did a well, power hour recently. That was uh, pretty fun. We did. Yeah. Yeah. The three of us plus a few other guys. Y'all remember when I banked that? Crazy ping pong ball. Bro, it was so cool. Uh, oh. Y'all should have been there, listener. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Off the ceiling. Like yeah. off the weird crossbar yeah. into a solo cup. Love it. Um, do you have anything you want to promote or uh, me? Tell the people. Tell them. You can find my website at heymikemorgan.com. It's about me. Uh, uh, no, you need to know. create a site of like Mikey's mix. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe I'll get back into making mixes, and you can Hell find yeah. them there. You're um, like a Spotify cur- curator. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, just like you know, hit me up. I mean, you should. He's, he's I've kind of like stopped being active in things. It's like kind of like a, a intentional choice to not have things to promote quite as much. Anymore. I'm gonna promote something for you then. Wait, <laughs> that was a segue, not a. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I was gonna play a Pharmacon song because um, I'm actually going to. I think we're gonna be playing a show with Batai. My my very noisy and uh, cathartic band Hell yeah. um, um, with Pharmacon at 529 on September 19th. It hasn't been announced yet because it's not 100%, but maybe wow. by the time this drops, it will be announced. And if not, uh, then <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be there I'll anyway, so I'll yeah. see you there. Yeah. <laughs> come see you play or come see you listening. Yeah, come see me not. That's awesome, though. Also, Mike's in the North Trolls, and they're they one of my favorite bands. That's right, but I don't think we're going to be playing anytime soon. Are you guys on? When we had Mason on, he said that you guys were. That was well. You guys did. All right. Well, hey, Mason, (laughs) if you're listening, I've got bad news. I mean, I'm down, but we don't have anything planned. So let's get a group text going. Are you guys on like Spotify or anything? No, just Bandcamp. No, strangely. Um, So I've looked into it and like. It says, like, how do I get my band on Spotify? And it's like, your label will take care of that for you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think my label's still happening. So, Stuart, if you're listening to this, please put our band on Spotify. <laughs> please. Hey, man, throw that shit up on YouTube so I can watch it without ads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, what you got? Uh, Omaha, yeah, you go. No, you go. Do you have anything? I, I end know. it. I really, I know you do. We've done this I've, twenty-two I've, times. I've so heard far. The, the show before. No, I don't have anything. 
the live episode of Let's Make a Podcast with Mommy T. Joe and Friends is out. That show is no longer coming out on a schedule, so if you want to get new episodes, go there, find it, and subscribe. Yes, and you should. It's wonderful. Speaking of wonderful, you guys are wonderful. You made it to the end of an episode, and I appreciate that. Uh, if you like the show, tell some friends about it. Spread the word. Um, leave us a review. Um, find us on Instagram at my high school iPod. Find us on Twitter at my HS iPod. Theme song was performed by Marcus. You can find Marcus on Instagram at we, we underscore R underscore Marcus. Uh, this has been um, my high school iPod, and it's your high school iPod too. So what you gotta do is get yourself a playlist going or a mysterious mix CD that you found while you were moving. Huh. Throw that shit on shuffle. Get out there and change the world. This would be like a full movie for it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>